Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hello, welcome to Sunday Stories. My name is Deacon Lorena, and I love to share good stories with you. When someone sneezes, we say, God bless you. This saying is a prayer that asks for God's protection upon someone who is suffering from sickness. Did you know that God's blessing works for the healing of the whole world? In today's Gospel from St. Matthew, Jesus sits with his disciples on the side of the mountain. At his invitation to come and see, they have traveled with him all over Galilee. He has just finished sharing the good news with all the people that they are graciously blessed by God. Now he wants his disciples to understand that they are blessed in order to bring blessing to the whole world. He looks at them and says, You are the salt of the earth. But... When salt is no longer salty, it isn't any good. It doesn't make food taste better, and it doesn't preserve food. It's good for nothing. He looks at them more closely and wonders, Do they understand what I mean? Then Jesus points to them and says, You are the light of the world. When you light a lamp, you don't cover it. No, you put that lamp in the middle of the room so you can see into every corner. Some of the disciples begin to understand. They know the purpose of lamps. Just like that lamp, Jesus goes on, let your light, God's light, shine brightly so everyone can see it. Then people will know what good things God has done and praise God. The disciples begin to smile. Ah, when Jesus says you are light and salt, he means that even though we may feel small and insignificant like a pinch of salt or a spark of light, we can make a big difference. In today's Sunday story, a loving grandmother and three children show us exactly how God calls us to be blessings of salt and light. Let's listen to today's Sunday story. Chicken Sunday by Patricia Polacco Stuart and Winston were my neighbors. They were my brothers by a solemn ceremony we had performed in their backyard one summer. They weren't the same religion as I was. They were Baptists. Their grandma, Eula Mae Walker, was my grandma now. My babushka had died two summers before. Sometimes my mother let me go to church on Sunday with them. How we loved to hear Miss Eula sing. She had a voice like slow thunder and sweet rain. We'd walk to church and back. She'd take my hand as we crossed College Avenue. Even though we'd been churching up like decent folks ought to, she'd say, I don't want you to step in front of one of those fast cars. You'll be as flat as a hen's tongue. 
she squeezed my hand. When we passed Mr. Kodinsky's hat shop, Miss Eula would always stop and look in the window at the wonderful hats. Then she'd sigh, and we'd walk on. We called those Sundays Chicken Sundays, because Miss Eula always fried chicken for dinner. There'd be collard greens with bacon, a big pot of hop and john, corn on the cob, and fried spoon bread. One Sunday at the table, we watched her paper fan flutter back and forth, pulling moist chicken fried air along with it. She took a deep breath. Her skin glowed as she smiled. Then she told us something we already knew. That Easter bonnet in Mr. Kodinsky's window is the most beautiful I ever did see, she said thoughtfully. The three of us exchanged looks. We wanted to get her that hat more than anything in the world. Stuart reached into the hole of the trunk of our wish tree in the backyard. He pulled out a rusty band-aid tin. The three of us held our breath as we counted the money inside that we had been saving for weeks. Maybe we should ask Mr. Kodinsky if we could sweep up his shop or something to earn the rest of the money, I announced. I don't know, Winnie said fearfully. He's such a strange old man. He never smiles at anyone. He always looks so mean. We all agreed it was worth a try anyway. The next day, we took a shortcut down the alley in the back of the hat shop. Bigger boys were there. They were yelling. Eggs flew past us and pelted Mr. Kodinsky's back door. Just as the boys ran away, the door flew open. Mr. Kodinsky glared straight at us. You there, he yelled. Why do you kids do things like this? It wasn't us, Stuart tried to say. But Mr. Kodinsky wouldn't listen to us. All I want to do is live my life in peace. I'm calling your grandmother, he shouted as he wagged his finger in Stuart's face. Miss Eula was waiting in her living room for us. Miss Eula, we didn't throw those eggs, I sobbed. Some big boys did, Stuart sputtered. What were you doing at the back of his shop in the first place? She asked. We knew we couldn't tell her the truth, so we just stood there and cried. She looked at us for a long time. Baby dears, I want to believe you. Heaven knows that I brought you children up to always tell the truth. If you say you didn't do it, then I believe you. It's too bad, though, she went on to say. That poor man has suffered so much in his life. He deserves more than eggs thrown at him. You know, he thinks you threw the eggs. You'll have to show him that you are good people. You'll have to change his mind somehow. In my kitchen the next day, we thought 
and thought. How can we win him over when he thinks we threw those eggs? Stuart asked. He doesn't even like us, Winston chirped. Eggs, I said quietly. Eggs? Stuart asked. Eggs! I screamed. I went to the kitchen drawer and took out a lump of beeswax, a candle, a small funnel with a wooden handle, and some packets of yellow, red, and black dye. Mom helped me show the boys how to decorate the eggs the way my bubby had taught us, the way they do it in the old country. We made designs on the eggshells with hot wax, then dyed them, and finally melted the wax patterns off. We put the eggs in a basket and, even though we were afraid, marched into Mr. Kudinsky's shop and put them on the counter. He raised his eyebrows and glowered at us. Then his eyes dropped to the basket. Spesibra, he said softly. That means thank you in Russian. Pesanki eggs, he said as he looked closely. I haven't seen these since I left my homeland. We didn't throw those eggs at your door, Mr. Kudinsky, we told him. He looked at us for a minute. Well then, you have great courage to be here. Chutzpah, you have chutzpah. And then his eyes glistened and his mouth curled into a warm smile. Come, have some tea with me. We spent the whole afternoon talking together, having poppy seed cake and strong tea. He told us about his life. We told him about ours. When we finally got the courage to ask about doing some odd jobs to earn some extra money, he apologized and told us that there was not any work. We didn't tell him what we wanted the money for. It didn't seem the right thing to do, and our hearts sank. I tell you this, he said thoughtfully. These eggs are as beautiful as my hats. Stuart, Winnie, and I looked at each other. It's almost Easter, he went on to say. I'm sure the people would love these eggs. Set up a table and sell them right there in my shop. For the next few days, we worked very hard. We made almost a dozen Pasanke eggs. When people came in, they picked them up and said things like, Beautiful, splendid, intricate, glorious. We sold them all in a single day. That afternoon, when all the eggs were gone, we counted our money. We had more than enough for the hat. Just as we were about to tell Mr. Kodinsky that we wanted to buy the hat, he came out from the back room holding a beautiful hat box, gift-wrapped. Keep your money, children, he said softly. I have seen Miss Eula admire this. It's for her, isn't it? Tell her that I know you are very good children, such good children. When Easter Sunday arrived, we thought our hearts would burst when we watched Miss Eula open the hat box. She held us close as big tears rolled down her cheeks. Our hearts sang along with the choir that Sunday. She looked so beautiful in that hat. When it was time for her solo, we knew that she was singing it just for us. Her voice was like slow thunder and sweet rain. 
Later that day, as Miss Eula sat at the head of the table, she said, Oh, baby dears, I can die happy now. And after I'm dead on chicken Sundays, I want you to boil up some chicken, bones, gravy, and all, and pour it over my grave. So late at night, when I'm hungry, I can reach right out and have me some. Then she rolled her head back and laughed from a deep, holy place inside. Winston Stewart and I are grown up now. Our old neighborhood has changed some, yet it's still familiar, too. The freeway rumbles over the spot where Mr. Kodinsky's shop once stood. I think of him often and his glorious hats. We lost Miss Eula some time back, but every year we take some chicken soup up to the Mountain View Cemetery and do just as she asked. And sometimes when we are especially quiet and inside, we can hear her singing, a voice that sounds like slow thunder and sweet rain. Eula May is good, isn't she? We know this from the moment the little girl in today's Sunday story describes how Eula May sings, her voice, like slow thunder and sweet rain, reflects her strength and goodness. And if that isn't enough, the little girl then shares how Eula May graciously cares for her and treats her as if she is one of her very own grandchildren. Eula May's hospitality of love and care, good food and company are the perfect example of being salt and light that Jesus speaks about in today's Gospel from St. Matthew. God sends Jesus to be a perfect example of his goodness and blessing, and in this way Jesus is salt and light to his followers. By his example, Jesus teaches them how to be salt and light too. Jesus acts out of the goodness of his heart and reflects the goodness of God. His actions teach his disciples to do likewise. And in this way, he fulfills God's law, not by changing it, but by getting to the heart of it and fully living it out. Eula May's example and actions teach us, too. When the children tell her they did not throw the eggs, instead of scolding them, she trusts and believes in their goodness, and then wisely instructs them to show Mr. Kodinsky that they are indeed good people. At first the children struggle. What can they, who have so little, do to show Mr. Kodinsky that they are good people? Then an idea sparks like a little light and the children see how to bring blessing to Mr. Kodinsky. Even though the Pisanki eggs are a beautiful gift, it is the goodness of the children that is the real gift that brings blessing to Mr. Kodinsky. And the blessing he receives, he then returns to the children and to Eula May. Today's Sunday stories help us to understand that when we act out of true goodness of the heart, when we do good things out of the gratitude for the blessings God gives to us, then not only do we bring blessings to others, but we also bless God. This, Jesus teaches, helps to fulfill God's law. 
Let us bless the Lord as we pray. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all our iniquity, who heals all our diseases, who redeems our life, who crowns us with steadfast love and mercy. Help us to be the salt and light in the world, so that all we say and do will reflect the love and blessing we have received from you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. 